Welcome to Victory Sports Podcasting. I'm one of your hosts, JJ Mestis, along with Trevor Burge and Dylan Mains. And uh, welcome back, guys. Another week. Um, Another glorious week. And this glorious, I was going to say day, but it's night. It is night. You might hear the crickets. Chirp, chirp. It's very serene here. It's peaceful. Uh, We're in a cabin in the woods uh, with Uncle Rick. Not like the movie, Cabin in the Woods. Definitely not like the movie. It's a lot more uh, rapey. (laughs) Well then. (laughs) That that is not where I thought this was going to go. I didn't know where it was going either until then. Well, um, we have basketball to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that was a good segue. That was a good segue. Building that. So, we're going to keep you guys updated on Trailblazers, Nets. Um, That game plays into this week's topic of playoff seeding. But we're going to start with last Friday's... Celtics Raptors matchup. The Celtics won that one, uh, 122-100. Uh, your leading scorer for the Celtics in that one was Jalen Brown with 20 points. So. Jalen Brown. I like Jalen Brown. Is he underrated on that team? I think no. So. He's the number three. That's correct. He's the number one defender on that team. I'm talking about overall. He's number three. Because they have, don't they have two decent shooting guards? So they have him and Kemba Walker. And then their bench is just nothing but guards. No, they used to have Terry Rozier, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay. But he was a part of the sign-and-trade deal for Kemba Walker at the start, at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which Kemba in that one scored 17. So he was the number three scorer up behind Jason Tatum. Who's, who's the number one player on that team? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. I think, I think if, Jason, if uh, the Celtics... Make it to the finals is going to be because of Jason Tatum. If the Celtics make it to the finals, I'm going to be pissed. Because I still I have that hurt in my heart that Gordon Hayward left me for taking less money to go to Boston. Eh. College coach. College coach. He's from that area. I don't blame him. I'm not saying I blame him. I'm just saying he, he hurt me in places I shouldn't be hurt. Your heart? Like Uncle Rick. Here. Oh, oh. Anyways, the leading scorers for the Raptors was Fred Van Vliet at 13. Um, everyone from the Raptors kind of struggled in that one. Uh, Kyle Lowry scored 11, and Pascal Siakam scored 11 as well. So, not and much production from their starters. If Pascal doesn't do good there, they're starters. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah. Um, Kawhi Leonard... It's pretty much the team there last year. But yeah, Pascal Siakam was... Especially with the jump he took this year. Yeah. Like, he's the number one player on that team. Sorry, Kyle Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. He's, Pascal Siakam, he's been awesome. Um, Kyle Lowry's also had multiple playoff games with zero points, so uh, I don't trust him as the number one guy. He's Andy Dalton. Yeah, basically. Cool. Nothing against you, Red Rifle. <laughs> Everyone knows Trevor is a fan of the Red Rifle. Hey, he's not in my division anymore. I can be a fan. <laughs> when he was when he was in Cincinnati, I hated that guy. <laughs> as much as he could, because Cincinnati's a hellhole. Yeah. So moving to Saturday, so the Suns came out undefeated again. They continued five five game undefeated streak in the bubble. They beat out the Heat in a 119-112 contest. Uh, leading scorer was Devin Booker, 35 points on 15-26 shooting. They've been playing better than they should. 
So I, uh, so I seen an interesting statistic. They had a three percent chance of going undefeated. You know, they said never say never. Three percent chance. That's a lot higher than I actually thought they would. I thought they would have a point three percent chance. <laughs> I, I gotta give it up to them. I, I mean, I don't. Being a Jazz fan, I don't like the Suns. Um, to me, they're like the Browns, where you can't hate them. Well, that and one of my favorite football players aren't under in that team now. So it's hard for me to hate them. Nope. And their gorilla mascot is pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with the sun. But that gorilla is cool. Well, it's like the jazz and the bear. like. Yeah. Exactly. That has nothing to do with jazz. I love mascots that don't make sense. <laughs> it's just because they're from the Rocky Mountains. That's the only reason why we have the jazz bear. Okay, I really don't understand why we didn't change the why Utah didn't change the jazz thing when they came from New Orleans. I Yeah, that's a fun one. I've never been too sure on it. But it fits. I mean, there's no jazz music in Utah, but it fits. I mean, there is. Now. There's a little bit. But not as much as in there is in New Orleans. Well, yeah. Jazz. Well, nowhere has as much <laughs> jazz music as New Orleans. But that's why... Well, that, that, that's why, uh, like, when New Orleans were, were the Hornets, like, it made no sense. Yeah, yeah. Hornets are everywhere. <laughs> the like, Hornets needed to stay in Charlotte. That's the only place that they should have Hornets went. should probably just... Not. Charlotte just shouldn't have a team. Poor Bobcats and Hornets. And... So this is off topic from the scores, but did you see Kevin Garnett's got a team and he's going to buy, trying to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves and move them to Seattle? Yeah, I've seen that. I support this move. I don't. You don't? I am an... I pledge right here in front of everybody. I am a secret fan of the Timberwolves. I know I shouldn't be. I get that. I am secretly a fan of the Timberwolves. And how many freaking teams with those colors do you need? No, no, no. I've always been a point that Seattle is one of those states that de- or cities that deserves an NBA franchise. Okay, but those colors. You can't get away from those colors or what? You guys got a problem. Well, they can change the colors all they want. I don't they're care. They're not going to change the colors. I know they're not going to, but they could. <laughs> There's a freaking guy in blue and bright green. Well, it fits. Uh, leading, scoop back, leading scorers for the Heat was Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. They both had 25. So the rookies showed out in this game. I like Tyler Hero. Okay. I wish the Jazz would have brought him in. I was just thinking that. <laughs> you right. We need a hero! <laughs> uh, they should start playing that in the game. Right? For no fans. Uh, you guys are too much Sundays. So the, the Mavs talked the, talk the Bucks in an overtime matchup. Uh, the Mavs final score in that one, 136-132, leading score for the Mavericks. Let me take a guess. Doncic. Can you guess his points? No, I can't. Trev? He was the leading scorer. 42. 33. You're close. 36. Oh. You were kind of split there. Yeah. He almost had another impressive history-making stat line. He finished with, with 36, 19 assists, and 14 rebounds. Was he the number all, number one overall pick? No, number three. Or four. Number three. How, how about every team that passed on him to pissed? Well, let's see. 
It happens with foreign players all the time. Yeah. True. That's so. Go bear. Go bear. Yeah. Foreign international players are tough to gauge when it comes to the NBA because they look good, and some players transition very well, others don't. It's true. So. I like Doncic. I do too. Good. He's a good guy. But come on, Dantich was an MVP in his league at 16. Yeah, okay. That, that, that one was a no, smack in the face. He should have been number one. He's overall. balling on adults at 16. <laughs> yeah. You kind of got to be like, well, you know, he, he might <laughs> and, be number one pick. And he uh, did um, say his rookie year that scoring over here is a lot easier. So that's saying something. Well, yeah. You probably don't get punched in the face. They, no. have, they have tougher defense. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they know how to play defense overseas? Yeah. Not just score points? Yeah. For three! <laughs> they also can't travel. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Healy's. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were sponsored by Healy's, just so we could make that an actual thing. We should be. Right? Yeah. Healy's, hit us up. Exactly. Yes. Healy's, hit me up, man. <laughs> I will... I will scoot across the floor just like James Harden. <laughs> Uh, I'll ride my Heelys everywhere. I'll go to the movie theater with them. I'll do everything. Leading scores for the Bucks was Giannis at 34 points, and Brooke Lopez also had 30 points, 34 points in that contest. So I'm impressive that the Mavs can hold off two people scoring 30. That's not Chris Middleton. And <laughs> yeah. So Giannis 34, Brooke Lopez 34, Chris Middleton at 21. Oh, dude! Speaking of Giannis, I forgot. We weren't even going to talk about this. He got a one-game suspension for headbutting the dude. We are going to talk about this. I wasn't told. It was a surprise. Forget, forget everything I said. It's you a surprise. <laughs> Good news, everybody. <laughs> uh, so moving to Sunday. Uh, so Damian and the Blazers lost to the Clippers on Saturday. Uh, he missed two free throws. Two Basically, three throws at, the, at that point in the game. Yes. Uh, they bounced back against Portland. Dame went off for 51 in this game. They are Portland. They bounced back against Philly. So, uh, also, CJ McCollum came out and said he's playing with a fractured back. He's a fracture in his lower back. So, that's pretty impressive. But... No, it's not. Just kidding, it is. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, back three, baby. Uh, leading scorer for the Sixers. Why does his back hurt? He's not the one carrying this franchise. <laughs> Ouch. Taking shots. Ooh, it's yeah. true, though. It's Damian Lillard. Lillard. His back should be hurting. Ooh. I wonder you know if that's why he's playing. Damian Lillard's just like, your back hurts. My fucking back hurts. <laughs> Don't talk too much, because remember back, you know, may he rest in peace when Kobe was still in the league. When he ruptured his Achilles. They ran the gauntlet like Portland did, and he was doing everything. And you knew he's the focal point that he's getting the ball. And then all of a sudden, the Achilles is like, eh, I'm done. And I'm out. Deuces. So, big gap. That's a big jump. Uh, yeah. CJ McCollum is. Well, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not jumping in from Kobe, but I'm just saying, be careful because people are like, look at what Kobe can do. And then there's no more Kobe in that series. So we we got to be careful with Dame and what we say because... I mean, if he's got a fracture back, why is he playing? No, no, no. CJ McCall. Or, yeah, CJ McCall. Why is he playing? you got to help your team. And it's... Anything counts. Anything's possible. Kevin Garnett showed us that. Just move on. I don't want to talk to you about Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Leading scorer for the Phillies 
for Philadelphia was Josh Richardson. He had 34. I was about to say, when did we switch to MLB? Uh, also, Joel Embiid left this game injured. After six minutes of play, he had two points. Good for him. So that's a that's tough. He did eventually come back and play in a couple games later on. I'd leave that game too if I played in Philly. Yeah, that was not a good game to be a part of. So the Suns continued their shocking streak on Monday against the Thunder in a 128-101 win, putting them to 6-0. Booker also scored 35 in that one. Booker's been stepping up. I don't like to see it. But Suns, them, them Suns look pretty good. Look pretty, looking pretty bright, if I have to say so. So the NBA announced they're doing <laughs> bubble awards. Is Devin Booker an MVP candidate for no! the bubble? No! Get the f*** out of here. Possibly. Maybe a candidate, but I... <laughs> no. He could probably win it. If, if Portland doesn't get in to the play, playing game, why, did, why would Damon Lillard get it? Why not? <laughs> he scored more fucking points than some of the teams. <laughs> well, he also didn't went, go undefeated, though. I don't care. If he went undefeated, yeah, it's his. If he makes, makes it into the playoffs, yeah, he gets it. Number two on the court, number one in our hearts. Leading <laughs> score for the Thunder in this contest was Darius Baisley. He had 22. He's averaging his career average. Is five points. He went for 22. Oh, bring in rookie averages. Mm-hmm. We know you do percentages and averages. He had 22 points and 10 rebounds, so he he played fairly well as a rook. Yeah. Oh. Them sons looking pretty good. I agree. <laughs> no, they really are. I, I, it's impressive. It is. And I don't know if I'm the Lakers if I want to play them. I don't want to play them or the Blazers. Nothing against Memphis, but... Well, we're going to get into that later, too, right? Yes. Yeah, we will. So, also on Monday, uh, the Lakers nudged out the Nuggets off a three-point buzzer beater from Kyle Kuzma. We play the sound, but we don't have a tech guy, so we're not getting out. I should be a tech guy. Leading score for the Lakers was none other than LeBron James. He had 29 and 12 assists. So, you know who? Uh, he probably didn't have more points than combined. Damian Lillard. Okay. Devin Booker. Okay. Ball and Ingram together. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Just saying. Why are you making this case after the season? When the damage is done. Because it all mattered now. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what you do in the season, except for if you lose a lot and don't get in the playoffs. Matter. You're only good, as good as your last game. Yep. So the other two scores, leading scores for the Lakers, none other. Anthony Davis, he had 27, and Kyle Kuzma had 25. So Kuz kind of showed out. Leading score for the Nuggets was Michael Porter Jr. He had 15. Oh. Ouch. Uh, Nikola Jokic had 12 points, four assists, and one rebound. Oh, wow. They shut him down. Uh, he's a center, guys. He had one defensive rebound. Yeah, he didn't do well. We just let's just all. Yeah, Anthony Davis is way too athletic for him to handle. So Davis had six total rebounds. He had four offensive, two defensive. You gotta get those rebounds, boys. Yeah. 
No kidding. This is your job. Get there and fight for some balls. I think I'm gonna kill JJ. <laughs> you might have a. I'm gonna. My goal is to break JJ by the end of this. <laughs> so getting back on for Tuesday, Dame led the Blazers again to a victory over the Mavs. This time going for 61 points and a 134-131 victory. Yeah, that man a massage. 61. And remember, so at the end of the Clippers game, they were laughing at him because he didn't make those free throws. He went 18 of 18 from the free throw line in this game. His back ain't hurt. <laughs> uh, I put a lot of sass on that. You did. I wish you guys could have seen that. I, I seen the it. whole hand thing. Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> Leading scorer for the Mavs was, any guesses? Do we have to guess? You might get it wrong. Okay. We'll go with Przingis. You're right. 36 points for Przingis. 34 for Luka. 25 for Luca. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but Luca did have 10 assists and 8 rebounds. So. More rebounds than Porzingis? Porzingis had 6. So, yes. Yes. Porzingis, that's your job. You're 7-3. <laughs> Come on, bro. You would think you'd be getting able more rebounds than the little guy, than Dude, the little guard. He isn't he's actually... When you look at him, he's... He's a freak, man. Seven three and can shoot. He is the unicorn. Yeah, that, yeah, that's why they call him the unicorn. Yeah, like he can shoot. He's not bad dribbling. Like he's he's got okay ball handling skills for a big. Yeah, for yeah. a big, it's he's got very underrated. I think ball handling skills. He's there's not many bigs you can trust to bring the ball up the court. No, I think he's one of them. I agree. Yeah. So the Suns beat the 76ers 130-117, led by none other none other than Devin Booker. He had 35-9. and nine. So he books playing out of his mind. Not really out of his mind. Out of his mind is like a 70-point game that he lost in. Never mind. <laughs> he, he's playing more out of his mind than people thought that the Suns would. If that makes it a little better. I mean, he's doing what they want him to do. He, they want him. I to mean, he, he has the potential to carry a franchise. Probably, probably not as bad as the Suns, but if he had a little more help, the, the Suns would be I like Aiden. a lot better. Aiden's, yeah, Aiden. Yeah, he's been he's been a big part of it. He's averaging almost double, or I think he's averaging close to twelve rebounds a night. I like Aiden. I mean. Rubio's not bad. No. Right, JJ? No, Rubio's not Leading scores for the Sixers were two former Jasmine, Alec Burks and Raul Neto. Burks went for 23, Neto went for 22 off the bench. They're good. I, I like... I kind of wish... Burks was still in Utah. And Neto. I, I wish I, Neto was, not Burks. I wish Burks could have stayed healthy. Yeah, I like him as a player. I, I do. do. I do. I like him as a player. I just don't see him fitting into the rotation now. No. no. no but I, I think Neto would be a good addition. Neto's good to, to this little, uh, to this uh, lineup that we have. I agree. That was it's a, it was a sad day when Neto left and signed a two year contract with the Sixers. I bet he was sad too. Well, he was making fifteen. 18 million on his contract? Uh, no, it was 20. 
How many years is year? that? Two. 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 Make it ten a year. Oh, that was probably a red level exception. Yeah, probably. So moving to Wednesday, the Thunder beat the Heat by one, giving the Heat their first one point loss of the season in a 116-115 victory. Uh, leading scorer for the Thunder in this one was Shea Gildress Alexander with 18. I like Gildress Alexander. He's very, I think he's underrated. What are you talking uh, about? He had a huge hype. I was gonna say I don't think he's underrated. I wouldn't I go that far. Nobody was expecting the Thunder to do anything though, even with well, him and Chris Paul on the team. Well, the, the reason the Thunder are doing as good as they are is because of Chris Paul. I mean, Gilgers Alexander had a part of it, but without Chris Paul, this team would not be close. Chris Paul can feed him the ball. He can. I never. I'm not a huge Chris Paul fan. Oh, I'm not either, but nope. I, know, I, I recognize when someone's doing great. Mm-hmm. Except for Russell Westbrook, because he's not. <laughs> I think, I definitely think that, I don't know if I would have picked any, like anyone else that you could have got at that point to be with Gilders Alexander. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, and that's, Chris Paul's been a really good teacher to him and has taught him a lot about the game. Yeah. I mean, he did have a lot of hype, so I, I wouldn't say that he's underrated. I, I do agree with JG on that one. Yeah, I wouldn't call him underrated. He's starting to live up to that a little bit. Yeah. The leading scorer for the Heat was Tyler Hero. He had 30. That's a man who was underrated. Yeah, he's underrated. <laughs> that I can agree with wholeheartedly. Tyler he's underrated Hero. Uh, rookie of the year? No. Um, I think Jaw still deserves Rookie of the Year. I don't know if by his playoff numbers, by his bubble numbers, if he should. So they're, the way they're doing it is they split up I the regular season and then bubble awards I is know. a separate thing. I'm just saying, though, if you look overall, who's playing better in the bubble? I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. You could throw Zion in that. He was averaging a point a minute. We want to get into that. You work for the NBA? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit here and there. Depends on the day. Got an insider here. Insider trading. <laughs> it's not insider trading. I'm not saying that we're jacking the scores for the Pels. I mean... Not saying we're not. I'm not saying we're not, but... I mean, they're not in the playoffs, so... I mean, they, they did this so the Pelicans could try to get into the playoffs. They wanted the Pelicans in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that blew up in their face. Because uh, their coach is like, yeah, we're going to put our best player right there on the bench. Yep. Well, their, their medical staff said no more than this many minutes. And I would have been like, screw you. We need the playoffs. Yeah. Okay, as, at that point as a player, you know, you know for a fact, going back in history, there's got to be superstar players that are leading teams that the medical team was like, yo, you should only play this amount of minutes, and I, I don't care. Michael Jordan had almost a career-ending injury, and he said, fuck it, I'm playing. Yeah. Like, look what happened. We got to play. So at, at what point, if you are what the NBA, like, the NBA wants you to be the future. It's very clear. you got to step up to that and be like, okay, I'm going to play. Like, I've got to nope. be, like, I've got to lead this team. They're looking at me, everybody's looking at me like I am the man. i got to step up and be the man. Yeah. Not. And if I've learned anything from Ric Flair, to be the man, you, you gotta, gotta beat, beat the, the man. man. Woo! 
I'm going to break you. <laughs> Rick Flair. Quoted from the Rick Flair, the 16-time world champion. World heavyweight champion, baby. I had a brain fart there for a second. That's Forgot. why, uh, you know, all the NBA titles are cool. They're never 16-time world champions. Last year, the Celtics. Yeah, the Celtics are. <laughs> the Celtics were 16-time world Not champion one man. back in the... Not one man. Well, they had Bill Russell. Bill Russell has 11. <laughs> Not 16. Not 16. <laughs> that is true. He's close. He was close. We do that Ric Flair drip. That's true. So moving into uh, Wednesday, or staying with Wednesday, the Heat lost in a match against, in a bout against the Pacers in a 108-104 final. Uh, James Harden went for 45 points and 17 rebounds. Not not surprising. He was near a triple-double. He had nine assists. And 37 trials. Brought to you by Healy's. <laughs> <laughs> he did have six turnovers. Not nearly enough, but... <clears throat> yeah, um, none of those were called travel, though. I'm pretty no. sure. You you were probably right. You know, the day the NBA calls James Harden for traveling is the day the sun blows up. <laughs> <laughs> the day the music dies. <laughs> So, Pacers' leading scorers were Miles Turner and Justin Holliday. They both had 18. Good for them. Turner? Turner? That's all the depot playing? He is. He played 37 minutes and had 16 points. So, he was their... That's my man. Number three. He is their... uh, How can I put this? Unsung hero? He, yeah, he's the unsung hero. If he plays well, they, they'll go far in the playoffs. If he doesn't, it's going to go bad. Yeah. That's My only problem with Oladipo is he's kind of hot and cold. Yeah. I like Oladipo. When he plays good, he plays phenomenal. Yeah. He's really good, but he is kind of hot and cold. They yeah. need 2017-2018 Victor Oladipo back. Yes. Yeah. That Depot was scary to watch. I mean, he can still do it. I don't know if he loves Indiana. And Indian sure does love him, though. I, I think he does. I think the injury really... It is clear. Yeah. Because it, he did explode when he first got to Indiana. Like, no one expected them to be good with just him. Yeah. Yep. So that ends the... We're moving into today. So today's games are very vital. They determine the 8th and ninth seeds in the West. Uh up to this point, everything is locked in. We know who's playing where. We're going to cover that a little later. Um, but right now, we're going to talk the Grizzlies. They secured a spot in the playoffs as the eighth. Well, they secured a spot. They're the eighth seed with a win against the Bucks. Yeah, uh, they, they secured the spot to be in the play-in. Play-in game, yes. Um, they beat the Bucks 119-106. This was the game that Giannis was suspended for because on Wednesday, it was either Wednesday or Tuesday. Uh, he headbutted Wizards' Mo Wagner. Why would you headbutt him? He was channeling his inner it junkyard was... dog, and he was just like, roof, roof, roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's it was very heated in that game. That was I don't care. The you're you're the best player on the planet. Who is Mo Van Mo Wagner? Wagner, whatever his name. I think the thing of it that doesn't make sense to me is. 
I don't like when athletes do this kind of thing um, because you do have your role model. Let's face it, your role model. Every you are on TV. You are setting an example for these young kids, and you need to be that. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're looked at as one of the best players, if not the best player in the league. Yeah. Yes. So you need to carry yourself like that. Um, and I understand people make make mistakes. I get it. Um, but uh. So have you seen the video? Yeah. It it. He came out afterwards in a press conference and said it was a mistake and that it shouldn't have happened and this and that. But if you watch the video, it was intentional. Yeah, yeah. He he dipped his forehead and went for a head-to-head football tackle. I mean, just... <laughs> if it's illegal in football, it's illegal in basketball. <laughs> should be just, more illegal in basketball. I hope that he learns from this. Um, and this doesn't become a trend. Yeah, so... I feel like it's just like a slap on the wrist. Like, you headbutted somebody. Don't do it again. Yeah. yeah just, it, was, it was one no, game. No. One game. Yeah. No. Give... I want at least... Suspend him to the playoffs. Like, first two games of the playoffs, you can't play. Uh, I would have been okay with that. But the reason they didn't is uh, he's the only one who's going to be making money in the East. That's true for for the NBA. So they need the they need that support. Um, leading scorers in that one for the Grizzlies. I should have been pulling this up as we were talking about it, but I am a little slow today. Leading scorers for the Grizzlies in this one uh, was Jonas Bound. I don't know. Sorry, it was Dylan Brooks who had 31. Uh, John Morant in this one had a triple-double. He had 12 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. And so did Jonas Valanciunas, who had 19 rebounds and 12 assists to go along with 26 points. So the Grizzlies got help from everybody in that one. Uh, They had five players in double digits, not counting Anthony Tolliver, who was a starter. Uh, Leading scorers for the Milwaukee Bucks was Brooke Lopez, who had 19. Uh, Frank J- Frank Mason the third had 18. Chris Middleton, 14 with four assists. And DJ Wilson had 12. So the Bucks kind of missed Giannis in that one. Yeah, they did. I mean, who else do they have? I mean, they have Chris Middleton, and he's a great number two, but he's yeah. a number two. Yeah, the best, the next best on that one, would, in my opinion, would be Eric Bledsoe, um, but he had three points. Alrighty, I think that will be a wrap up for the NBA. You want to talk the Suns undefeated oh. game? But I mean, they won. They 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 sealed a chance of a playing game. Yeah, Booker went for twenty seven in that one, so That's they're right. hoping for a Blazers loss. Okay, so moving to football, uh, George Kittle signed biggest tight end deal in NFL history for five years, $75 million, with an $18 million signing bonus. He deserves it. He's the best tight end in the league right now. I agree. I think he's the Niners are coming in hot and hoping to keep their top streak in the NFC. Are you guys almost done or no? Sorry. So, yeah, we're just talking about um, Sorry, George guys, Kittle's uh, 
contact contract extension. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. sorry, I had a family thing going. So. Oh, you're good. I'll just step away for a sec. Uh, George Kittle signed five years, $75 million with the $18 million signing bonus. Good deal, bad deal. I think he's the best player on their team. He's the best tight end in the league. So I would say probably a good deal. Yeah, I would say uh, definitely a good deal. If you can get that done with him, yeah, I would do that. So he's at the bar for tight ends. That's pretty pretty astonishing. Yeah, Not astonishing, know. but... As I say, I mean, I kind of figured it was going to yeah, happen. Whether it was a 49ers paying him or someone else. Yeah. <laughs> he could come to Denver. He could win anywhere he wanted. Denver. Pittsburgh. I'm Shut going up. for you on this one, Trev. Yeah, this one's your team needs a tight end, too. What are you doing? <laughs> I know, but Trevor doesn't get a lot of support here. Hey, yeah, you know? You know, you want, yeah, he does. <laughs> Someone coming for support. Uh, you know, uh, we got Ebron. We're okay. I'm okay with that. But he's not George Kittle. He's not George Kittle. He's also not Travis Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey's overrated, in my opinion. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. No. Yes, he is. I think he's probably the number four tight end. No. No. <laughs> Travis. No, it's overrated. No, it's not even overrated. What's underrated is the fucking uh, salary cap that the uh, Chiefs have. The Chiefs have. <laughs> they all. They, Travis Kelsey signed with the Chiefs for four years, fifty-seven million dollars. The hours after Kittle signed his deal. And they also re-signed uh, Sammy Watkins. He did take a pay cut, but... Yeah, he went from being paid with soup to crackers. Because that's all we can afford. <laughs> his salary is, okay, you get 100 catches. But now it's, okay, you get 50 catches. See, I don't know. You know, this is where, JJ, I support you. At this point, I kind of hate the Chiefs. They're signing everybody. That's okay. They're going to go like 10 and 6, and Denver's going to win the division. Okay. okay. Nobody wants to say it. They're doing what Jerry wishes he could do. Because everybody's just like, we'll sign Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry can sign everyone. He can sign Dak. Dak's just being unreasonable at this point. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I said to myself, I joked earlier, said we'd have this conversation, but I wasn't serious. I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> We talk about it a lot. Um, but I am, I will say. I mean, I, I don't blame Dak for wanting more money, but at the same time, be reasonable. I will say, um, I'm on the player's side. If you can get paid, get as much money as you can. Exactly. Because you only live for so long, and this game is hard on your body. See, I, I am on the player's side. Like, always go for that money. But looking at it on Jerry's perspective, uh, he's not the top 10 quarterback. I'll pay him top 10 money. You know, what's funny? I got thinking about this the other day. So, a lot of people always say, yeah, 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 you know, get that man paid. Pay that guy. We got to pay him. Until it comes to, like, a lockout or something like that, and players are sitting out, like, as a league to try to get more money, then people are like, I hate these players. They don't need any more money. It's because they don't have games to watch. Get back to work. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but it's, it's kind of hypocritical, right? It's a double-sided coin. Like... Yeah, one side's, we're all for it, and then, like you said, in a lockout, I mean, everyone's I'm, against it. I'm always going to side with the player 99% of the time, where let them get them let them get their money. I mean, yeah. they're, they're the reason these businesses are getting billions of dollars. Yeah. That's, so, like, I'm always on the opposite. Like, 
Um, when I, the last lockout or whatever, they weren't going to play because of the CBA. A lot of people I heard that I talked to were like, oh, they just, they need to quit being greedy and they need to go back to work. And I was like, hold the hell up. I was like, just a couple months ago, you were saying, yeah, we got to pay this guy on our team. He's a really good player. I was like, they're just trying to get paid. Mm-hmm. From top to bottom, they're trying to make sure everybody gets taken care of. And that's, you know as well as I do, this is a business. And the business side of this, the, the business owner side of this, they're trying to get out of this as cheap as possible. Nope. I mean, yeah, I mean, they are trying to get paid as much as possible, too. Yeah, they are. But they're not taking the toll on their body. No. They do have the most financial risk, though. Eh, I mean, if you don't have a body, you can't spend that money. You ain't got no body to spend it with. Yup. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm. I mean, I'm always gonna be on the player's side, like I say, but at the same time, I see the owner's side of it too. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta make sense. Like, if it was, if the players want like. 80% of the revenue direct to the players. Like, but you can, but that's not no. feasible. I, I think 50 is good. There, you're, no matter how you shake this down, you're never going to get over 50%. No, no. Because if the players get 51% of this, the players then have control. Mm-hmm. The owners are not going to give up control to the players. No. That's the, real, the reality of this is. They always have to have control, which, and which again, makes sense. Also, like, if I, honestly, if I was a player, 50's perfect. That, that's enough because you also get endorsement deals, and that's really where you can make most of your money as a player is oh, endorsement yeah. deals. You can get as many as you want. They pay you for an ungodly amount of time for an ungodly amount of money. Oh, yeah. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. And, like, I don't know. I, But more has to be done for player safety. That's nope. it. Yeah, nope. It does. Nope. I know the league's making strides. Uh, we probably shouldn't be on this topic because I kind of got us off track. But, you know, just remember that. When you're it, mad just, about players trying to sit out. It, for, it's just like if you were, say, you, you go to your boss and you're like, I want more money, but you can't be mad at your boss for being like, no. Yeah. Fine. We are paying you what we can, what we think is fair. Yeah. No, I mean... It's a negotiation between the boss and the the employee. Yeah. The employer and the employee. Yeah. I will always be behind the players on this one, because, yeah, they should get more money, unless it's over 50%. And, uh... I think... You gotta be reasonable. (laughs) You gotta be reasonable. But, Mm -hmm. yeah... They got to do more to help those players out because a lot of strain on that body. Mm-hmm. A lot of hurt. This is the. I mean, they do get you know great health care now, and they're making. They do. It's better. It's better than it was. I yeah. mean, they used to not get it after they retired, but now they do, which yeah. is good. But yeah. They should. Uh, they still should. There, there, there's more they can do, and they need to take better care of the people after yeah. they exit the league. Yeah. That's where now I think a lot of the focus is. Yep. And take care of those people love on the roster. Yeah. Yes. Got to do that. Those people matter too. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So Bills give left tackle Deion Dawkins a four-year, $60 million extension, so that helps their offensive line. Yeah. They have one of the better offensive line units. Hey, one of the better teams. Bills. I'm not going to buy the hype quite yet. <laughs> they also are keeping their head coach for another six years. He's done uh, a good job. He deserves it. I mean, I agree. When he started there, they were kind of a laughing stock. Uh, I love. Oh God, what the? What is his name? Like, Rex Ryan. I like. I like Rex Ryan as a person. He is funny as hell. Yeah. As a head coach. I don't like him as much. I don't hate him. He's not the worst. I mean, he's no Freddie Kitchens, but... But he didn't do <laughs> what was expected, I think, in, in yeah. Buffalo. Or in New York. Well, I mean, I guess he did get to two in. I was going to say, in New AFC. York, he actually didn't do bad. He didn't do bad. I mean, he did no. get Mark Sanchez to an AFC championship. In a league. Twice. In a division with Tom Brady. Yeah, that, that is very impressive. And Bill Belichick. So he had a hard division to get there. Well, hard top. Two. Top two, yeah. 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 It's, a, it's definitely a fun one, and you've got to have the right coach that agrees with your quarterback to win games. Yeah. That's what the NFL is becoming now. Yeah. Trev, you want to talk some racing for us? Woo, we got some racing! Okay, I'm going to start out with uh, not that kind of racing. Formula <laughs> One racing. We just... We know you're hyped, so this is going to be a good segment. I love racing. Racing's my stuff, man. Um... So, we had, just recently, it was, I mean, kind of recently, the 7th and 9th, 7th through the 9th, they had the Rolex British GP2 at Silverstone Circuit. Max Verstappen did win that race. I like Max Verstappen. He is young. Um, Lewis Hamilton is my favorite driver. Um, He is phenomenal. I don't know. You should watch some, like, videos and stuff, like, his technique and say he is... Out of this world. He's a very good driver. Um, Vitali... I don't know something. The other Mercedes driver. I can never pronounce his last name. Uh, He came in third. Lando Norris, the McLaren driver. He's young. He's very young. Um, He has a lot of hype behind him. They say he's going to be like the next great driver. And he might. He struggled. He took ninth. And if you're expected to be that, it, Formula One, NASCAR's like they expect a lot, mm-hmm. um, but Formula One expects results now. Right. They're not patient. They are not in the business to be patient because those cars, I'm sorry, they they cost a lot more than NASCARs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot do. of money invested in Formula One, uh, so they're you're expected to do what's asked now. Win now. Um, Sebastian Vettel, he's a Ferrari driver. Been around for quite a while. He took 12. I'm just trying to give you guys like names that people might know. Right. Daniel Ricciardo used to be on uh, the Red Bull team. Went to Renault and uh, got 14th. He has not done as well in uh, Renault as he did in Red Bull. Uh, I bet he uh, regrets that. But... He switched there because of, I think it was because of Lando Norris, or Mac, no, Max Verstappen. It was because they signed Max Verstappen, and he wasn't going to be the top guy anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but 
deservingly so. Max Verstappen is the top guy. Yeah. He's good. He's young. He's good. He's very talented. Um, in the standings for 2020, uh, Lewis Hamilton is number one, 107 points. Uh, Max Verstappen is second with 77. Probably not going to catch him. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Lando Norris is in fifth, so not too bad for being young, but i to step that up. He only has 35, uh, 38 points, so... Yeah, quite a ways away. Yeah, he's not going to catch Hamilton. <laughs> Sorry, he's probably, he's probably not going to do that. Um, Vettel's in 13th. Uh, Ricardo's in 9th. So 9th has kind of been his uh, his thing. He's just not, you know, not producing. Moving over to NASCAR. Kevin Harvick holds off Hamilton for the cup sweep. Ooh, uh, they were at Michigan, so no. Kevin Harvick's had a phenomenal year. He's in first in points by a long shot, 916 points, to Denny Hamlin's second place of 776. So yeah, he's got a little bit of a lead there. There are 140 points uh, in a point gap there. Second and third are close, though. Uh, Brad Kazowski, he's, his career's kind of winding down. Um, he's... Uh, three points behind Hamlin at 137. Joey Logano, young a young buck. I remember a couple of years he him just coming in the league. Uh, he's in fourth. Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex, and Alex Bowman. Yeah, that's top eight. But yeah, I hope Keselowski has a good year. He said this might be the last year, so I hope it's good for him. You always want to have a good year when you're going to. You want to go out on top. So, I mean, I don't know if I want him to win. I want him to be top three. <laughs> I mean, the racing's different. Like, it's really hard to be up top when you're at the end of your career. Well, that racing is just, it's a weird sport, man. Like, a couple of bad weeks can put you behind. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so my my series, my league just, uh, one of the leagues I, I was in, I guess we'll talk a little bit about this. I didn't plan on it. But in my iRacing thing, I it, it's relative, so I promise I'll tie this in. But that league came to an end, uh, and I ended up second. But I mean, the first three races, like I struggled. Like, you know, somebody would hit me, and nothing, you know, of my fault. But I'd end up in the back. And the last part of the season, I just kicked it in gear. You know, got a couple wins. You know, never was out of the top five, and I ended in second. Like, but it's. Weeks like that, like, it can really put you behind. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it is, I think a lot of these NASCAR drivers thinking, yeah, we want to win, but we need that top five. Like, we need to place high, not just win. We got to keep these points coming in. One bad week can mess up your season. Yeah. That's very true. And especially NASCAR doing a playoffs thing, they can really mess up your season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my racing news. And uh, Trevor's just don't is just don't be the bad the bad guy that takes the guy out that's setting good points. Yeah, you know, one day we're gonna get that segment sponsored. Trevor's just don't sponsored by Healy's. By Healy's. <laughs> Trevor's just don't brought to you by Healy's. Don't travel. <laughs> that fits right now. Twenty twenty. Don't that, travel. That fits very well. I like it. So. Oh, even in the travel band. Uh, <laughs> James Harden, my place. Uh, 
I might have done it. I think I broke JJ. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So we had a final score. So Blazers Nets was going on while we were talking about this. Blazers came out on top, 134-133. Damian Lillard finished with 42-12 and in this game. Man, that guy's back. <laughs> <gonna> be hurting. <laughs> yeah. He did miss one free throw. He went 8 of 9 from the free throw line. But he did basically everything else very well. But it didn't lose him the game this time. No. I mean, 8 of 9 from the free throw line is very good. What are you talking about? He also went 8 of 14 from three-point land. Number two was C.J. Okay. McCollum with a fractured back, scored 25. You yeah. had to throw that fractured back back in there, didn't you? I did, you? just because everyone was doubting him. Well, he scored 25. I'm not doubting him. I'm, I'm not doubting him either. I know. I'm He's a good saying. player. He's a good number two. I'm just doubting he maybe shouldn't be playing. They needed him this game. They did. Yeah. They're going to need him in their series if they uh, get that last spot. He's no Matthew Stafford. So, even with Phoenix going a perfect 8-0 in the bubble, they are now out of playoff contention. So, are you well, sad? Are you sad they're not? I wanted to see Portland Phoenix. First time I've wanted to see Portland Phoenix in a while. But Well, you weren't going to get a Portland Phoenix. I know. Um, Since Memphis had to go and win. If Memphis would have lost, we would have got Portland Phoenix. So how many games? Is the playing round just one game? So the, they, they have to, the ninth seed has to win two games. Oh, so it's best of three. Yes. But I don't. I want to say they're doing it. Hopefully, this Friday, weekend? Saturday, Sunday would make the most sense because the playoffs start on Monday. That's a. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is, you're gonna be playing a lot of basketball in the next coming days. Yeah, that kind of ruins their eight seed chances of knocking off the number one seed. Uh, that, that's really that's a bad lot of games. scheduling. Yeah, that's hard. But it's it's like a back to back. So well, it's back to back to back to back potentially. Yeah. Four games in a row. That's five tiring. games in a row. That's all. Kind of unfair to ask the players to do. I'm sorry. Like, well, I'm I'm curious though because we might not have enough time if they do. If they don't want to do a back to back. So would they do if you split the series? Do they do coin toss or like something? You got to have a secondary option in case something like this happens. I, because whoever wins that I, series is supposed to play the Lakers on do Tuesday. It on Saturday. There's a day between each game. Just do it. One game. Yeah. So the winner of the play-in game doesn't play till Tuesday. So you would have a day of rest off well, one. on Monday. Actually, They've had one day off anyways. Well, th- that's that, that, it's a difference when you go from one game on, one, one day off, one day on, one day off, to game, 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 off, game. Yeah, if you go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday games, one day off, I still played... Exactly. But they're not traveling. Okay. So that brings a big difference into this. If they it's were traveling, still, it makes a difference. It's still, it's still a lot of games. I'm going to bring this back to you now. CJ McCollum has a fractured back. Oh! Got to get some time in, and you've got to, if you want to rest it, it's up to him and the medical staff. They've got to decide. No, it's still too much. Many games. That's this is, it's not like baseball where you can play three games a day for six days straight. Well, that's because they have a million people on their roster. You've only got 15 here. Exactly. That's my point. I know. That's why I'm saying. Nah, it's, not, I don't it's, know. Too much. it's too much. It's, it it's too much to us. It's too much. It's not fair to the players. No. It's not. So leading scorer for Brooklyn was uh, Karis LeBert. He had 37. I mean, I, I get the NBA's 
thing of let's move it along. But if you're going to do a best of three, give them time to do it. Yeah, yeah they've got to figure something out because that's, that's a weird one to me that you didn't schedule enough time for this matchup. Well, we'll see how it goes, I guess. Yep. Go, go Portland. Yeah. Go Portland. I want to see Portland beat out uh, <laughs> the Lakers. That'd be funny as hell. It'd be glorious. All right. I think we're back to the NBA. So, do we want to go into um, the playoff bracket and give first-round matchups and who we think will come out of the first round? Yeah, let's do it. We can do it. Okay. Let me find the playoff bracket. The University of Miami. The Ohio State Buckeyes. So, oh, did we talk college football not happening? Oh, we didn't. We missed no, we it. Did. We did skip that. College football, you were gone. We we missed that. That was your segment, and we missed I it. I leave for five sorry. minutes, and you guys fall apart. <laughs> yep, that's what happened. I am like the gorilla glue that holds this monkey bunch together. Yep. <laughs> let's let's talk about that while we find some playoff brackets. Uh, I got I got playoff bracket ready. Okay, let's talk about it. So. A lot of these conferences say they, they're not playing. Well, so right now we have the SEC, the ACC, and the Big. Is it 12 or is it the Big 10? I think both the Bigs are out, aren't they? No, one, one's in. One's, Big 12 maybe in? I think, uh, hold on, I shared the story. One I think second. Big 12 in. I think they're not. I don't know. <laughs> the Big 12 what is in. Yeah, see? Big 10's out. Yeah. So I know the Pac-12 is out. Pac-12, the Big Ten's out. Those are the two of the top five conferences. And then, you know, the MAC, the Mountain West, all these smaller conferences. They're out. They're out. They've already came out and said they're out. Um, So, Pac-12 and Big Ten said they'll try to do spring football, which I don't like that. Why does that make sense? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, let's play these guys in the heat. All right. And the heat, and then also the drafts were like right. during that time. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it doesn't make sense. You're hurt. You hurt draft stock then? Nope. I mean, this year's going to hurt draft stock for everybody. No, unless you're the two quarterbacks. True. Um, so brings up a point. Can, can teams jump ship on their conference, go to another conference to play for the year? I would. I would. I would. Like, like, honestly, if there's some teams that want to sit out because, you know, that's the reason the conference canceled, because some teams want to sit out. Yeah. What are you going to do with the independents, too? Like, they got to – I mean, play, well, Notre Dame's jumping in with the ACC. But, yeah. Like, yeah. If, what if BYU wants to play? Yeah. Let them play. Let them play. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't Honestly, know. honestly, I, if – if some teams don't want to play and other teams in the conference want to play, okay, let's take those teams that don't have the conference right now, put them in their own little conference, I guess, and and include BYU in, in it because I think BYU could hang, hang with some of the teams. Yeah, I mean, some of the smaller teams can hang with some of these big teams. They can. Yeah. And if they can't, well, they're good warm-up games. Yeah, exactly. They'll drop 100 points on them. <laughs> Okay, probably not against like someone like BYU, but like, yeah, Bowling Green was like, yeah, we want to play football. Yeah, no, that's not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's just probably stop here. Um, so what about these players that the 
you know, they are doing the We Wanna Play. Uh, I don't know what they're calling it, but I guess like a movement type thing. Uh, Do you let them transfer? You, you can't because they, the other teams already have a full roster. What are you gonna? I mean, that's it's unfair to those players too. Like, like, are you gonna extend them one more year? Like their scholarship one more year? You gotta do something. To these yeah, guys. I mean, most of these players, some of them are gonna go to the NFL, but college for most of these players is where it ends. Yeah. And you're gonna take a full year out of that from them? That's not fair. I don't like it. Oh, that's unfair. And you've got to think about all the players coming into the draft that. This year could have been their year to make a difference and really improve their draft stock, and now they don't have that. Yeah. They don't. All they have is the film, but on, and film doesn't show a lot for some of these guys that don't have a lot of film. Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if like they didn't have a lot of film because their senior year was their year to play? Yeah. It was their year to start. You know, oh, some of these college guys they they get one year to shine. Yeah. You get these rosters with a lot of depth. Like that's a, you get one year. You either make your mark or you're gone. Yeah. I mean, but on the opposite end of that, too, if, I, you, I, if you let these guys stay, that's kind of not fair to the rookies coming in either. Nope. It's hard. It's hard. It, it's a tough one. I think you let them play. Yeah, how you solve this? You let them go play somewhere. They're, they're safer on campus because the campus is basically a big bubble. They're safer in a bubble. I wouldn't say they were safe on campus. There's, there's, all, there's if there more were testing no, than there is at their homes. I don't think it's safer at the campus because you have people who go to the school who have nothing to do with sports and you know could be doing God knows what, but catching God knows what, and spreading it. But they're around all these doctors. They've got a big medical staff that they're going to be doing this. Only the big schools can be able to put out this many tests. The only thing I'll say on like the risk factor of this is there's going to be risk in everything you do yeah. at, right now. Um, I don't want to get too much into that because it's too political for me. Um, there's too too much, you know, could be skewed that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I mean there is going to be risks. Um, but like, you got to think about these people too. I understand some of these colleges. Um, are having decisions made by people that aren't football people. Yep. Um, and they could care less. They're gonna but at the same time, they're gonna care when the money stops coming. From oh football. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, most of these schools they live off of the their football revenue. Yeah. Like exactly. Uh, so it, the gonna, whole sporting department is because of football. Yeah. They're they're gonna care then. Yeah. Um, but I mean, some of these places they don't care because. They're they're an academic school. Um, I mean, yeah, that's why Stanford shut down everything. Yeah, they're gonna lose all their sports outside of probably maybe football. Yeah. They might even lose football. They might. They might. I mean, but and it's not fair to those players too because you, at the heart of this, you as a school made a commitment to these players saying we will let you play football. We're gonna bring you in and give you the best football career in college that we can give you. And I don't feel like you're doing that. Nope. That's where I stand. Yeah, I honestly think they can do it if they just focus on testing and making sure everybody's doing it safely. I mean, I understand the academics have to come into this. Because, yes, they, yeah. are, college, they are college students. And they should have every right to have the best college career 
academically that they can mm -hmm. uh, because I think that's beneficial. But, but at the same time, a lot of these kids are just going for the sports. A lot of these kids are playing football to play football. They are. Um, that's where, honestly, something like the G League is better in my eyes. Yeah. Because you know, has the G League shut down? The NBA G League? It has. Yeah, yeah it's been yeah. shut. It's been it shut down, and they have no plans on bringing it back until all this is over. Yeah. So next year, though, they're going to come back, and they're really not miss a step. No. Yeah. Like because you can sit at the G League for as long as yeah, as long as they're going to keep signing you contracts. Yeah. You only get so long in college. Yep. That's why. And with, and with football, it's it's a lot easier for basketball players to be not as upset because you can play one season and you're done. Yeah. yeah. Football, you have to play three years. Yeah. You have to have three years in college. Yeah, you do. The NBA has a one and done rule, but they football doesn't have that. You have to have three years. I mean, it makes sense football to not have that because uh, there is a body transformation from age 18 to 21. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like you're doing the players a disservice. That's not that. That's where I go with this. Um, and if somebody wanted to make a lot of money and progress the sport of football, they would bring in something like the G League for football. Rock with the XFL? It's potential. Honestly, I stand by... If I were the college teams, like the sports teams themselves, I'd separate. Yeah. I'd separate from the schools. I'd, I'd, take, I'd take my teams, become my own league. I mean, they've got the stadiums. Yeah. they got the stuff well, to do it. Well, I don't know if they'd be able to keep the stadiums. They might be able they, to work out a deal. Maybe. We'll, we'll see if they can maneuver it, I guess. I mean, I doubt it happens, especially oh. anytime soon, but... You know, I, I the, the best thing in my eyes that has come out of the NBA in a long time is the G League. Oh, yeah. It was the best thing they did when they bought the D League and transitioned it to this player development. Okay. Yeah. So. I, all right. I think, it, I think we all know our opinions on this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I did some looking into it. I was wrong. So they're only playing two games. The eight seed has to win one to advance. The 19th has to win two to advance. So so if they the win Blazers, the first game, if the, so Memphis wins the first it's game, over. it's over. So the Blazers are at a disadvantage. Yep. Which makes sense because they are the ninth seed. So the, the way that it words it on this website is the 8th and ninth seed teams will duke it out in a play-in with the 8th seed... Teams enjoying a win once or twice to beat incentive. So it it's definitely favors the eight seed more. Well, are their records like the same though? Yes, they were. The eighth and ninth was separated by a half a game. And I'm pretty sure they're tied up to this point. That's not really fair. In my eyes. Yeah. It all Portland should have won one out straight then. It's true. It's true. If it was if it was the Suns, I'd be like, okay, it's a little different because they did go eight and zero in the yeah. So the Trailblazers are thirty five and thirty nine. The Grizzlies are thirty four and thirty nine. Oh, so the Blazers actually have a better record. They should be the eight seed. 
Yeah. According to this, according to ESPN, they're sitting in the eighth seed, but I don't know how it's going to affect the play-in game. So yeah. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Honestly, I think Portland should be the eighth seed. They should be. I agree. Portland's a better team. Portland yeah. is the better team. They are. Uh, John Morant, you let me get. <laughs> I you had a good rookie campaign, but so who do, who do we think is going to come out on top of the playoff playing game first before we go into the matchups? Portland. 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 Okay. If, if if Memphis stays in the eight seed, I honestly think Memphis might win one game. Yeah, but. Honestly, Portland's a better I, team. I think for the game of basketball, it would also be better, like for the playoffs themselves, for entertainment value, for Portland to be. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, starting off in the first round, you have Utah is facing Denver. That's the three and the six matchup. Um, I guess we could start out one versus eight. Lakers, well, we Lakers. TBD. Um, so, Washington football team. Yes. Um, so you did steal my joke. <laughs> so we'll start out with the other LA team. They're facing the Mavericks in the first round. Who do you think comes out of that? We'll go. I think the Clip. I think the Clippers are too good for the Mavs. I think the Clippers are too consistent. They're yes. more consistent. I think they're. I think they're both pretty consistent teams. Um, I think throughout the roster, though, they're they're more experienced. That too. I think the length. For the Clippers are also a big factor. Um, the defensiveness, like how they play defense with all those defensive stoppers they have, that's gonna be too. That's gonna be tough to come over. I think Luca has to play out of his mind. Luca's if they're gonna win this, it's on Luca's back. Luca's back is gonna be hurt. I mean, I, honestly, Luca's gonna have to average something like 38 points. 14 assists and 12 rebounds. Him and, be... him and Porzingis are going to have to step up. Right. And they're going to have to win these games on their own. Mm-hmm. So who wins and in how many games? Oh, God. You had to ask me how many games. Clippers, I'll go five. I'd say Clippers and six because I think the Clippers are built for longer. I'm, I'm going to go uh, Clippers with the gentlemen's sweep and five. So... Give them Dallas one game. Uh, next one, Utah and Denver. Denver's the three, Utah's the six. Who comes out of that series? That one's tough. And uh, I'm not trying to be a homer here. Not, we are Jazz fans, but I don't know. Utah could beat Denver, but I, I think it's going to be Denver in seven. I go Utah in seven. No, 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 no. no. I change my I go Utah in six because if they go to seven, I, I, it, I think it, Denver wins that one. So if it's seven, it favors Denver. I'm going to go Utah in six just because I think Denver hasn't lived up to any of their hype. They're, the they're, reason I'm going to go Denver is because, well, I watched that Utah didn't beat them at all this season, and Jokic kind of had his way. They need to stop Jokic. That's go, it. Gobert's got to step up against Jokic. Ste- yes. If Gobert plays defensive player of the year type of plays, I think you talking one. He did shut down a whole league. He needs to shut down Jokic. Just one player, not a whole league, buddy. Yeah, let's see if he can do it. So Houston has Oklahoma City. That's the 4-5 matchup. Who comes out of that one? I think OKC. Um, that one's tough. Houston bugs me because they don't have bigs. No. That one's tough because um, 
Yeah, they don't have bigs, but they can. They will jack up 55, 63s a night. Yeah. So Oklahoma City did top of the series 2-1 this year, if that plays into any of Buddy's favorites. I'm going to go with Houston because one, one, they jack up a lot of threes. Another thing is James Harden and Russell Westbrook go 100 miles an hour during the season, and they're usually tired in the playoffs. Well, they got a big ass break in the middle, so I think I think they're going to be ready to play. I think they can be they can advance. Houston's a scary team, I think. So also, Russell Westbrook is out for the first two games of the playoffs with a I want to say it's I totally sore hamstring or oh, a sore calf. It's something one. He's got soreness in one of his leg muscles. That does change. I think. Without him, Houston doesn't have a chance. Even even though it's a dog on Westbrook, they need him. I uh, go OKC in five. I go OKC in say five. OKC. I just I really like the Thunder and how they played this year. They're they're playing with house money. They got nothing to lose. So and anything if, that they do, that's just W's for them. If it was if Westbrook was playing, I'd say Rockets in five, but. I think that's how big of a swing it is. But yeah. Wait, how many games you got, Dylan? Five. Okay. Gentlemen sweep. No, nobody's gonna sweep. Clean sweep in the list. That's again. Portland and four. Should should we determine Grizzly if Grizzlies play LA? Do the LA move in or? Oh yeah, LA yeah, sweeps. Okay, <laughs> I think LA sweeps. So moving to the East. Uh, Let's see. Milwaukee plays Orlando. Milwaukee's the one, obviously. They have the best record in the NBA. Orlando's the eighth. Who comes out in that one and why? Milwaukee in five. Milwaukee in six. Milwaukee in five. I, I want to say four, but I'm giving Orlando the benefit of the doubt. They kind of shocked me last year and won a couple. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could, if they take them to seven, I'll just be straight up. That's a win right there. Yeah. Yeah. Be happy with that one. That's house money right there. Mm-hmm. So Toronto's playing, playing Brooklyn. That's two versus the seven. Who comes out and why? Toronto in four. But Brooklyn just doesn't have enough players. I say Toronto in five. I give Toronto in five. I think Brooklyn has enough to do, get at least one. So... Boston and Philly play. Boston's the three, Philly's the six. Who wins that one and why? Boston four. Boston. They did. Is Simmons out? He's done. He left the bubble to go get knee surgery. And so is Embiid. Embiid's he, done? Embiid might play in game two. It's He's still questionable up to this play. Woo! <laughs> 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 I... I'll have to agree, Boston and four. If they don't have Embiid or Simmons, they're done in this series. They could shock me and win one, but they they are not coming out of that series. No, no. So next, you have Miami and Indy. That's the four five matchup. It's gonna be a good match. It is. Miami, I, I say Miami and six because they've been playing good. When does the Cinderella story end, though? That's the thing. Not the first round. Yeah, my this this is, <laughs> this is a fun one for me because I know the beef between T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler from the start of last year, actually. So I'm gonna go. I hope this one goes to seven, but I see it going Miami in five. My, I'll go Miami in six. If it goes seven, I think Portland can win it. No, I, 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 yeah, not Pacers. Yeah, Pacers. <laughs> Where to get Portland? 
Uh, if it goes seven, I think the Pacers could sneak out of there. I can see that. That's definitely going to be a fun first round. We'll have to wait and see who comes out in the eighth and the West to figure out L.A. Portland. But <laughs> it's overall open. Look, look. L.A., if it's L.A. and Memphis, I think L.A. wins in four. If it's Portland and L.A., I think Portland wins in five. I think they got to. If they're going to win it. It's got to be quick. you got to yeah. be fast or else LeBron's going to get you. So, Especially with you know them playing two extra games. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, that's all we got for tonight. I think that's it, man. Well, see how this uh, this game goes. The playing games. Mm-hmm. Then we will have uh, updated. We won't be through the first round by next time, right? We might if everyone sweeps. Just kidding. <laughs> so by Thursday, I think they're only playing. I think they're doing best of three. No, it could be. This ESPN only shows to Wednesday. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll update we'll, you. We'll update we're not going to be out of the first round of the playoffs, definitely. So we'll update, we'll update you where we're at and how close we are on our picks. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep an actual tally of this one this time. All so. righty. Well, thanks, fellas, for coming to join us. Yep. Love you. Bye.